You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Hey, this is Dick from Lone Star Community Radio. We have a big announcement for Lone Star Community Radio and our listeners. We have partnered with another TV station. That's right. You will be seeing Lone Star Community Radio content on KVQT Channel 12 in the Houston area. Now is a great time to start a show or sponsor a show with Lone Star Community Radio. For more information on everything that is happening, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776 and leave a message. And we want to also wish everyone a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into Jake and Sports Talk. I'm your host, the one and only Jake LaFleur. I'm glad to uh, have you all joining me in on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, worldwide on IRLoneStar.com and on the IR Lone Star app available at Apple's iTunes and Google Play Store. I have a great show for you today. I'm flying the ship solo, at least for the start of today's show. No dick in the station, no station manager, which means we get to have a little more fun today. No no dick controlling me, reining me in here. That's always nice. So uh, he's going to try to come back in for the uh, later segments, and hopefully we can get some soccer talk in. And the uh, potential, I guess what uh, I think FIFA should be doing with the World Cup and what's going to be happening with or what the uh, U.S. side of things are talking about to do do with all these teams, these big-name teams like the U.S., like Italy, like Chile, or Chile, I think is the appropriate way to pronounce it, with all those teams not making the World Cup and everything along those lines. So, uh, like I said, no, uh, no dick today. So if you go check out the YouTube replay, uh, just search Jake from Sports Talk there on YouTube uh, or the replay on Our City TV. As always, we broadcast on cha- Channel 12, Sudden Link, uh, but the station itself, if you don't have Sudden Link, is Our City TV. Um, and then uh, uh, Channel 21 in the Houston area. It'll look a little different uh, as far as I'm back behind the engineering board today and uh, instead of sitting out in the front. But, uh, you know, it'll sound the same if you're listening on the podcast version Again, on Google Play or iTunes. So hopefully all will go smooth. I'm sure it will. But, you know, we'll see. We're going to have fun with it anyways. And, yes, you heard me correctly. We are now on Channel 21 in the Houston area. That's always nice. It's always great. So I believe, if I remember correctly, and as Dick's Apprentice, I should know this, um, we will start the actual airing of our shows next week on their stations. So everything you're hearing this week, everything that you hear uh, throughout the week here on Lone Star Community Radio will be uh, cut and produced for the television version uh, next week with Channel 21. It's very similar to what we do with our city TV up here in the greater Montgomery County area. We record for a week, and then the following week from the recordings are when the they actually air on uh, television. Uh, except for my show. My show is actually the only unique one where we air the same week and uh, I don't know what my schedule is for Channel 21 yet, but for RCTV, you can catch the uh, broadcasted version of that, the uh, broadcasted replay version, I should say, uh, 7 p.m. on Fridays here in Montgomery County, again, on RCTV. So I've got a great show for you today. The station is growing. We are doing so much each month, and we're glad to keep bringing you the awesome world of sports here in Montgomery County. But Outside of the sports world, there's still stuff going on in Montgomery County. And today we have the amazing Elizabeth West in with us from Conroe's Park and Recreation. And she's going to be talking to us at 115 and telling us what all Conroe is doing to help celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas within the next upcoming weeks. So that should be a lot of fun. She's a great guest. We had her. If you ever get a chance, go check out the replay version or the live version of Mornings with Lone Star. Dick and Skippy do a great job there. She was on there this morning with them as well. And we're just trying to get them a a lot of uh, exposure because they do tons of wonderful stuff. I was going through their website, and good golly almighty, man, they, they, uh, they do a lot for this county. It's 
from movies in the park to things with the the senior community and yeah dad there you go senior community you're you're one of those seniors now right you can get involved with the uh conroe's park and rec department and see what all they got going on for us there but as always let's start off our week with a week in a wrap Get it on. All right, fresh off the press this morning, we got some QB controversy in Buffalo and Minnesota. Tyrod Taylor, starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, is being benched from his position. And uh, after some poor performances at home against the Jets and on the road this past weekend against New Orleans, uh, the Bills will be starting week 11 against the Chargers. The rookie out of Northwestern, Nathan Peterman. Uh, It's an interesting thought process here. You're looking at a defense that gave up Six rushing touchdowns against New Orleans, which is not a very well-known uh, rushing team, just I mean, strictly because they got Drew B- uh, Brees there, and so they are a uh, gunning sort of offense. Uh, but then the Jets scoring 35, I believe. Uh, no, no, it was 36. It was an odd number. Uh, well, even, but an odd score to see. 36 points against the Bills uh, two weeks ago, and I, I don't think their problems lie at the quarterback position. I know that they're not getting the product- productivity out of the offense that they want, and I don't know if the answer is benching Taylor. I don't know if they're trying to kind of spark uh, some motivation into the offense and locker room or what the case may be. They're trying to make a statement or or, or what? I, I mean, the coaching staff came out and basically said, you know, we're, we're benching him for the rookie, Peterson, and that was about the extent of it. They didn't say it was because of injury. They didn't say it was because of uh, poor performance or anything like that. But, I mean, clearly they're making a statement against what Tyrod's been doing. And then you had the the controversy coming into the season with, you know, will Tyrod even be on this team? They're going to look to trade him. They're going to look to cut him, whatever the case may be. And then, you know, it turns out week one, they're, you know, he's their starter. But in all reality, in all fairness, you know, we kind of saw the shaky behavior, the shake, the shaky relationship between these two, uh, between the organization and Tyrod himself. So it's not surprising that they benched him. Um, it's surprising that with a winning record, even though they have a negative point differential, to see them make this move at this point in the season when they're in the hunt of a very weak AFC wild card. I don't see the point of making the move now. You played a team that is extremely hot in the New Orleans Saints, and you played a Jets team that, you know, it's a conference play. I mean, people get up for that stuff, and so I wouldn't have ultimately judged Tyrod's performance, especially when the whole team played poorly. It wasn't just him. You know, I I think you're going to see Tyrod back in there within the next two to three weeks. They have a very tough schedule coming up. They're uh, at the Chargers. Uh, this upcoming weekend, then they are at Kansas City, and then they come home for the Patriots. Those are three games. I mean, the Kansas City and, and New England we know to be good, solid teams, but you know the Chargers aren't a bad team either, and I think their record doesn't really speak for their quality of their team. So, and then in Minnesota, the Vikings uh, have come out and they finally said that they are going to stick with Case Keenum for the moment, being basically playing the hot hand rather than going with the unknown Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater is finally back on the active roster and ready to play after a terrible leg injury uh, from a non-contact play during practice before the start of the 2016 last year's season. And uh, it was said by the ownership, they still believe that Bridgewater is the starter of the future and uh, considered to be the franchise quarterback. Um, I agree with this decision. You stick with the hot hand. Case Keenum has played out of his mind up until this year, and I know Texans fans are sitting out there like, well, where was this when he was with us? Well, see, the difference is, is, you know, we both, both of these teams have great defenses. You know, when he was with the Texans, we had a great defense, and Minnesota obviously has a great defense. But you're seeing an actual running game that can balance with a passing game that has a fabulous offensive line. <laughs> That's been the Texans' biggest weakness over the years in getting a – Ah, a quality performance out of their quarterback position. We never have the offensive line to support a good quarterback. And I think that's why you've seen Deshaun Watson perform so well is because he's had the, uh, because he's had the mobility factor that we've never had in a quarterback. And in addition to all that, you also saw him get hurt because he had to be more mobile because he doesn't have an offensive line. So, <laughs> with that said, I agree with the fact that they are going to stick with Case Keenum. I like this. But if they're going to truly 
say that Bridgewater is the quarterback for the future, then I think we're going to have to see it. Not necessarily we have to see him this year. I am totally down for the fact that he needs to sit out, let that leg fully recover. Don't rush him back in this situation. I mean, right after the injury, they were talking about having to possibly amputate this leg. And, you know, I, the more time, the better. And who knows? He may have a little, uh, I guess, nightmarish reaction to being back in the pocket in live action play. Um, so we'll see. And, and obviously the coaching staff knows more. They're right there. They're, they're right in the heart of the situation. They're at practice every day. They see what Bridgewater is capable of doing. And they know that he's probably going to be back because of how well he's performing at practice. But again, why go away from what is working? Don't fix it if it's not broken, right? Uh, in other news, we've got an update on the uh, UCLA basketball players, the three that uh, got arrested over in China for shoplifting some high-end pair of sunglasses. LeAngelo Ball, obviously the LeVar Ball's uh, middle child and the younger brother of Lonzo Ball, the Lakers player, and Cody Riley, and then Jalen Hill, two guys that will probably never make the headlines again, but they're in there because they shoplifted with LeAngelo Ball and all that good stuff. They made it home. They touched American soil yesterday afternoon for the first time in over two weeks after this whole shoplifting scandal in China, the team actually came back uh, late last week, but the three players had to stay over due to the pending legal action, and they were facing potentially three to ten years in China or in Chinese prison. So <laughs> the funny part of all of this that comes out of it is you've got Trump coming into the mix, and not often do you see Trump uh, coming into the mix in the sports world unless it has something to do with protesting. But here, he happened to be taking a trip over to China. He happened to be in, um, well, basically landing later that day, the, later the day of the morning after the boys got caught shoplifting. And he reached out and he talked to the Chinese president. And I'm going to butcher this because I do not know Chinese at all. But Xi is his first name. And then Jinping, I'm guessing is how you pronounce his last name. I have no clue. And he asked basically for some leniency on these kids. And he uh, commented on the fact of, you know, how wonderful all this was with the uh, president. He said that, uh, where did it go? I had it right here. Um, uh, but basically, he just said President Xi has been, you know, terrific on this whole subject. And then, yeah, here we go. He, he said, what they did was unfortunate. And you know you are talking very long prison sentences. They do not play games in re you know in reference to China and their laws and their their systems. And you had other politicians coming out and saying, yeah, you know we're we're very lenient over here in America on these uh, topics and issues, whereas over there they don't play they don't play games literally. I mean they they are very hardcore about that sort of stuff. And I think you know it's it's very nice that Trump did all this, and it's very you know presidential of him that he did all this, but. You know, of course, Trump's got to do what Trump's got to do. And he adds on to it with a tweet coming out this morning saying, do you think the three UCLA basketball players will say, thank you, President Trump, question mark. They were headed for 10 years in jail. Trump, with his narcissistic behavior, as always, uh, coming out and <laughs> voicing his his opinion, I guess would be the best way to put it. But I would say nobody deserves the man that's, that asked for thanks doesn't deserve thanks kind of the way to put it. Uh, I, I don't really want to get into the political side of things because I don't really care about the political side of things. Uh, but that's just Trump being Trump. So everybody get over it. And lastly, we got some MLB awards, and I'm going to run through these extremely quickly. Um, I, just quick soapbox, though. It doesn't take two weeks to do these things. Like, we have the technology. It's 2017, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get these votes and results out, especially since most of these were already a foregone conclusion coming in. Uh, to the World Series and whatnot. So I'm, yeah, it's just quite ridiculous. But your American League MVP, Jose Altuve. Interesting thing coming out of that. Aaron Judge came in second place. Um, uh, it's just, he's a kid, and so it's interesting he got second place there on that one. And then National League, uh, Arizona's Goldsmith and everything, and um, uh, John Carlos Stanton did not get it, and he came into second place. That was interesting. And then your Cy Young winners, Corey Kluber out of the American League and Clayton Kershaw, no shockers there, out of the National League. And then your Rookies of the Year, Aaron Judge and Cody Bellinger. Again, no shocker out of there. Uh, big one here, uh, the Twins manager, Paul 
um, Molitor, I always butcher his last name, got the American League Manager of the Year. I really thought that should have gone to A.J. Hinch, but not going to complain. I guess there's a little bias there with the Astros and me being from Houston and whatnot. And then out of National League, again, no shocker there. Uh, Tori Lavulo, Lavuyo, however you pronounce his last name, uh, is the manager for Arizona, and he took that package home, that cha- or that award home there. So, well, it's time to take our first break. But when we come back, we'll be joined by the one, the only, Miss Elizabeth West from Conroe's Parks and Recreation, and we'll find out what this great city is doing to help the wonderful people of Montgomery County to celebrate the season of giving. You are listening to Jake from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com and the Lone Star Community Radio app. Do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Relax with a cup of joe or your favorite drink for the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce Chamber Chat. The show airs on the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio. Join hosts Courtney Galley and Brian Bondi as they chat about the Chamber's events and programs for the month and invite Chamber members into the studio to talk about their upcoming events and businesses. Learn about your Chamber with Chamber Chat every first Tuesday at 11 a.m. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Welcome back. to Jake from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.1, worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. we got to get through this really fast. I went through way too long on that uh, first segment there. So uh, we have, if you're going to see now, the cameras are all different. We're throwing off our guests. All those watching on the replay version on YouTube, Channel 21 in Houston, and our city TV up here in Montgomery County. We've got Dick back in the studio. Welcome back, Dick. All right. Well, slacking, as usual, being the lazy station manager, not here on time, just messing everything up, as always. But, uh, no, glad to have you back in, Dick. And I am glad to welcome in our wonderful guest, Miss Elizabeth West of Parks and Recreation. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Good. She's a woman of brief words. <laughs> She's had a busy day. She's been I'm back in, again. Yeah, you're back again. Like I said earlier in the first segment, we've had uh, her on this morning with Warnings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. Um, but uh, now my listening audience gets to hear the better interview, I think. I think. But uh, nah, he's not even paying attention. Whatever. Elizabeth, what do you do for the Parks and Recs Department? I plan all uh, the special events throughout the year. So special events, what is what, what qualifies as a special event? Oh, we've got a lot uh, throughout the year, and most of our events are all free. Um, but we've got a wide variety. We've got concerts in the park. We have our annual Kids Fest event, movies in the park. I saw something with, like, seniors, like senior prom night or something like that. We do have that, yes. What is, what, what, what's, I know that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, but I, I was curious, what is senior prom night? So it would be... Seniors uh, as 60, as in 60 plus, not high school seniors. <laughs> oh, my dad doesn't quite meet the 60 plus requirement yet. I thought senior was like nationally 55 or older, but, you know, I guess that's just Denny's senior menu, whatever. So, but yeah, no, looking at the the past, you know, month of October, we've had movie in the woods, we've had pumpkin bobbing, and then uh, lights on after school, and then coming into the month of November, we've had Give Thanks Week, which is actually coming to a close tomorrow. And now we get into what we are here to talk about, which is we've got a turkey trot 5K run, and we've got the tree lighting ceremony, and then Christmas on Main. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the uh, turkey trot? 
So the Turkey Trot uh, is our annual 5K run. It takes place out at Carl Barton Junior Park. It's going to ha happen this Saturday, November 18th. Uh, like I said, it's a 5K, which is 3.1 miles. Uh, all our participants do get a T-shirt for participating. Nice. And, uh, yeah, right now the registration is still open, and after today it'll be available on site there Saturday morning. So this is the last day we can register online for it? Yes. If we want to register for it, where do we go? Uh, you can get to the link uh, from our website at cityofconroe.org, and it's a $25 registration fee. $25? And is it still $25 at the, at the gate? Yes. Okay, so it doesn't go up or anything. And then it says on here on the website, it's all ages. Is it cheaper for younger, 12 and under? No, it's all, it's the same. Yes. So there's probably going to be less kids there, and then that means I won't come in last place. I'm trying to get uh, Dick, our station manager, and then Skippy, his co-host with Mornings Lone Star. I'm trying to get all three of us out there to go do this, but Dick does not seem very eager <laughs> to get out and run a 5K. Nope. <laughs> I want to do it in, like, full turkey costumes and, you know, have a sort of a penalty for whoever comes in last between the three of us. We're talking 3.1 miles. I'm not going to go, dude. No, you're I'm, going. I'm already booked. Oh, you're not booked. You're, yeah. You're going to be looking at your eyelids, the back of them. What time is it at? So you're last, then. Yes. That means he automatically loses. Hey, thank you for assuming that I finished. <laughs> That's, thank you for that. The race will start at 9. 9 o'clock. It's not too early. You can be there for No, I nine. can't. Sorry. Oh, you were so lazy. It's not even funny. And then, I, and now I've never been to one of these, and I'm really excited because I am going to go to the one here in Conroe the, that's being put on by the Parks and Recs. It's a tree lighting ceremony. So what does the tree lighting ceremony take? Where, where does it take place? When does it take place? And, and what all goes on with it? The tree lighting ceremony is going to be uh, the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, so November 28th at 6.30 p.m., and uh, we will light the big tree there in Heritage Place. That's where it'll take place. And uh, also new this year is going to be the Christmas on Main Street on the same night. Uh, so so it, it correlates with it, huh? Right. So once we get done with the actual, you know, flip the switch, light the big tree, uh, then the festivities will begin down <laughs> on Main Street and here at Founders Plaza. Yeah, so uh, the Main Street portion of it, it's something's going on with the all the retailers on Main Street, right? Right. So we're, um, I believe it, it, we got to decorate the windows. Is, yeah, is, there's a window decorating contest uh, where uh, all the the customers, I guess you could say, would get to vote on who has the best window. And we'll have uh, carriage rides, carolers, and I, I think there might even be a visit from Santa. Ooh, it's kids out here. That man's a busy man. He, he can't get around to all the places. Come out and come see Santa. So, Dick, do we know what we're doing for our window decoration? <laughs> No. Uh, do we? What's the theme? What's the theme? It's of the, the most wonderful time of the year. Most wonderful time of the year. What can can we come up with something creative for that, please? No. <laughs> All right. That was great intel, great insight. Stay tuned for more on the Lone Star Community Radio. I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna write a message, but we're gonna do it facing the studio, so it's gonna be backwards for the people trying to read it. And then the whole time, people are going to be like, why are they staring at this window? It's because they're trying to read it, and people don't understand that's what's going on. So they think it's really popular because so many people are going to be trying to read it. And, uh, yeah. You are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I guess if people— we can, we can print out a black and white picture of a Christmas tree and tape it. All right. You realize how much skunk we would get if we did that, <laughs> and the rest of the people around, they'd be like, look how hard we worked. And then we'd just put a we'd print out of a Charlie Brown Christmas tree just right there. It would like, have to be the Charlie Brown Christmas tree, too, yeah. where it's just like a few twigs coming off of the, instead of branches. But, all right. At well, least we finished. At least we finished. It's more than you can say about the turkey trot. Yeah. Well, 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 yeah, like I said, stay tuned. We'll, we'll try to get something. I'll try to get on Dick to get something up here to be part of the festivities yeah, because— you got to get in the Christmas spirit. That's right. That's what this whole event is about. Stop being a bah humbug, Mr. Scrooge. Okay. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. We, we'll, we'll get him, right, Elizabeth? We'll, we'll get him around. So, And then outside of that, I, I see—and I don't know if you're in charge of all of this, but we got Conroe Christmas Celebration going on on the 9th, and we got Donuts with Santa also on the 9th. Now, I know you're not doing anything with the Donuts with Santa. That's, that's somebody else's responsibility. But are, who, who's, who's running the Conroe Christmas Celebration? That one's me. Oh, okay, so <laughs> yeah, what's going so on Yeah, so both those that? events are on the same same day. Um, the, like you said, Donuts with Santa. I'm not 
directly over that, but that takes place early in the morning uh, at Oscar Johnson Junior Community Center. And then the Conroe Christmas celebration will start at 11 o'clock and go till 5. Uh, this is December 9th, and all that is free. Um, we'll have just a big festival, Christmas festival. Giant fun stuff. Rides, inflatables, and we have oh. two snow hills. Um, of course, pictures so, with Santa. Now, December 9th, that's a Saturday, right? Yes. I was going to say, because that, that sounds like fun for the kids. Fun for all ages. And we have the parade um, that takes place at 1 p.m. That's actually uh, sponsored and put on by the Kiwanis Club. Uh, but it's also kind of in conjunction with our event, and that'll go okay. all through downtown. So uh, who, who's partaking in the parade? They usually have um, anywhere Volunteers. from like 75 to 100 entries. Yeah, wow. quite a bit. Wow. And, I mean, anything from, you know, the high school bands, cheerleaders. I mean, I'd uh, ask Dick if we could create a float and participate, but I think I already know the answer. Well, huh. the parade will go right past your, <laughs> your station, so I'm sure— well, maybe you guys will be broadcast. We'll be broadcasting. Maybe we can do something special for that parade. Maybe we can help bring some recognition to the studio. All right. All right. Great. Great talking to you. Um, so if anybody wants to participate or get involved with any of these events, the turkey trot, the tree lighting, Conroe Christmas celebration, where can they go to find out more information? The It's uh, cityofconroe.org. Okay. And then the uh, under departments, and it'll be parks and recs, correct? Correct. Recreation. It's yeah. not abbreviated. This is not the television show. This <laughs> is a well-run park and recreation. Do you, you guys get that a lot? About yeah. The, yeah, I'm sure you do. That's, that's an old show. joke. But I'm a little late on the punchline there on that one. But uh, And then if uh, is there a phone number they can call or is there any way they can, any other ways they can get more information? Is there a Facebook page or yes, anything like that? Yes, we do have a Facebook page, Conroe Parks and Rec. And our phone number is 936 all right, there you go. And uh, I'm going to post a link uh, to not just the city of Conroe.org uh, page, but also to all of the, uh, to y'all's Facebook page as well on my stuff. And uh, hopefully we can get a ton of people out there for that turkey trot, including Dick, if we can get him, and Skippy. Skippy's all down. Skippy's ready to go. He's a uh, active member of the Lone Star Community Radio Station. But Miss Elizabeth, thank you so much for coming in and, and sharing this and hopefully uh, as more events and stuff come up we can get uh, you and other members of the parks and recs back in here and yeah. and help us uh, spread the great word of what y'all are doing sounds good thank you all right guys you are listening to jake from sports talk we're going to take the bottom of the hour break and we will be back after to talk about the ncaa's uh college football releasing the third ranking releasing there we go i was you know stumbling there right there for a second but yes you are listening to jake from sports talk get involved let me know if you like the rankings let me know if uh if you think it should have been different go to uh jake from sports talk on facebook or email me at jake from sports talk at gmail.com we'll be right back guys don't go anywhere Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. Attention movie lovers, The Ticket Stub is a new radio show servicing Montgomery County that is meant for you. The Ticket Stub is available live every Thursday at noon on FM 104.5 and 106.1, as well as anytime on IRLoneStar.com. Connor and Dick will let you know what's coming out in the theater, what is worth streaming, and what's going on in the world of film. The Ticket Stub, your home for movie talk. Welcome back to Jake from Sports Talk. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, you are listening to Jake from Sports Talk. I'm your host, Jake LaFleur. Glad to have her back in on this wonderful Wednesday. Wow. Is that the train horn going by that I can hear on the air? Wow, that's a loud train horn. If you've never been down here to the Lone Star Community Radio uh, studios, I highly recommend you get on over here. It is an awesome place. It's right in the heart of downtown. We've got some cool restaurants around the area. 
uh, tons of stuff to do. And you can look into the studio and everything uh, from the, our big, wonderful windows that look right out on the main street, let the beautiful sun shine like on today's days or the nasty clouds that, you know, come on those rainy days. Uh, but you can see into the studio. You can, you know, see what all madness goes on in here. But we have um, a train track that's, you know, probably 100 feet behind the studio. And it is just loud when it goes by. And I don't know if you guys can hear the train horn as it goes by, but I can definitely hear it. And I don't know if it's coming through my headphones on the airwaves or if it's just, you know, through the windows or whatnot. But it's, um, yeah, it's loud. So... That was, uh, in a second segment, I was glad to have on Miss Elizabeth West of the Parks and Recreations Department. And guys, yeah, get on over to that cityofconroe.org, uh, to the departments and under departments. It'll be Parks and Recreation. They've got tons, tons of things going on, uh, always, constantly. The movies in the woods, I wanted to go kind of do. Uh, I've heard some, some, Carl, uh, some cool things about it. It's in the Carl Barton Jr. Park. Uh, it's the blue baseball field. It's really cool. It's a free event that they put on. It's free all ages, no matter what. Um, tons of stuff going on. They had pumpkin bobbing, you know, for for Halloween purposes. And I thought that that sounded really cool. I've never pumpkin bobbed. I've apple bobbed. I've never pumpkin bobbed. Uh, I thought that would be really cool. And I know Miss West was not uh, over the donuts with Santa, Santa, but I'm very disappointed and very sad to hear that you have to be 12 years or younger to participate in Donuts with Santa because I would really love free donuts and I would love to sit on Santa's lap and give him a big old kiss for to make sure I get all my uh, awesome Christmas presents this year. So, but yeah, they always got tons of stuff going on. And don't forget, there's um, a holiday toy drive. If you donate a new toy of nonviolence <laughs> in lieu of administration fees uh, to do your lap swims and everything like that uh, at their recreational swim and water aerobics area. Um, it's at the aquatic center up here in the Montgomery County area. It occurs from November 27th. So the Monday after Thanksgiving, all the way through December 15th, remember new toy unopened, get out there and you can go and check out what's going on at the aquatic center. Apparently it's really cool. I haven't been out, out there yet. I need to get over there, but, uh, all right, let's get on to our next topic, which is NCAA college football. Uh, the college football rankings came out by the committee. Uh, this is rankings number three, if you're counting, if you're keeping track there. And uh, no shocker, Alabama moved up to one. The debate in the area air was who should be number two? Should it be Clemson or should it be Miami? Uh, what does the committee look at as far as, you know, Clemson's got one loss and it's on the road at Syracuse, which is not a pretty loss. Um, and then you've got, Miami undefeated and they chose Clemson over Miami. I disagree with that personally. I think Miami should have been number two just with how bad of a beatdown they put on uh, Notre Dame this past weekend. And, you know, we had seven top 25 matchups this past weekend and not that it wasn't a fun weekend to watch because there was constantly good games on, but it just, it, it kind of ended up being that like your, some of your big key matchups, your, your marquee matchups just didn't live up to the hype. And I, man, you saw a quarterback for Notre Dame scared so bad. I thought he was going to pee his pants. Like that's how like, he looked scared on that field. And it was just shocking to see. Um, but Miami turnover chain, I, I, you know, I wish I had the rights to play that song, but I don't, but the turnover chain that is, it was back. I mean, it's back Miami. Mark Rick has them playing excellent football right now. Uh, evident of how they played against Virginia uh, Virginia Tech the previous week, and then obviously Notre Dame this past weekend. So it goes uh, the new four, new top four, because you also had Georgia lose to Auburn. And again, marquee matchup was one of the staples of the college football weekend. Two versus, or sorry, one versus 10. Just didn't pan out. Just didn't look good. Uh, your, your best game ended up being Alabama uh, versus Mississippi State. It took, you know, fourth quarter heroics uh, by uh, basically the entire team of Alabama, their defense stepped up, their offense came through uh, with on the last drive. And um, yeah, you saw, you, you saw a good game between Alabama and Mississippi state. And that's why Alabama sitting at one now, but you potentially almost had one, two and three lose this past weekend would have been the first time ever in the regular season of college football. 
to have one, two, and three all go down in the same week. So again, Alabama, Clemson, Miami, Oklahoma. And I, I don't think there's a shock that Oklahoma's in there. And then you got Wisconsin and Auburn dropped or Auburn rose from 10 to six and Georgia dropped from one to seven. So down six spots right behind Auburn. And then Notre Dame goes from three to eight. And you get Ohio State and Penn State both jumping back up into the top 10 at nine. At Ohio State at nine and Penn State at 10. Uh, USC remained at 11. TCU fell back after the loss to Oklahoma to 12. And then everything else doesn't really matter after that. Uh, nobody below that point has a chance to win uh, a conference championship anymore. And nobody has a chance. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that entirely. Oklahoma State still has a chance to win the conference championship, but it's going to take an Oklahoma loss to make it in, and I don't necessarily see that happening. The Big Ten, or excuse me, the Big 12, is going to end up handicapping themselves again here uh, with their championship situation. Now, the first year and the second year, they didn't have a conference championship, which a lot of people saw that as a bad thing. And... Basically, it said, well, you don't have that 13th game to help ensure yourself making it into the Final Four. But now they have it, and now they're in a situation where you got Oklahoma State, OU, and TCU all right there in that situation where any of them, you know, if Oklahoma loses one of these last two games, then you're going to have a bunch of 9-2, and two, or no, no, sorry, it'll come out to 10-2 and two game, 10-2 and two records. And then it's like, well, then it comes down to head to head. It's, it's going to be a jumbled mess again for the Big Ten. Uh, sorry, Big 12. It's twice I've done that now. And so now you've got a situation where you're seeing this conference get hindered and hurt by not having enough teams. And Big Ten went through the same situation six, seven years ago, when, and that's the reason why they expanded. They went from the Big Ten, and they remained the Big Ten, but now they've got 14 teams. They've got seven on each side. I think you're going to have to see the Big 12 do that sort of same situation, which is going to transition. They're going to bring in more teams. They'll go back up to 12 teams, or they'll, they'll expand it even beyond that, and they'll go to 14 like the Big 10 did. Uh, the SEC's at 12. The ACC, uh, or sorry, the SEC's at 16. The ACC's at 14, and the Pac-12 is at 12. So I don't, I, you have to have a minimum of 12 teams in there. Otherwise, you're in trouble um, because then it, it causes for too many scenarios to take place and you're seeing it with um or you've seen it over the past three years and not having a definite champion and even this year you're going to have a definite champion in that you're going to have a conference championship but it, it, it's going to end up hurting them because they have to play they have to play everybody once and then one team twice and that one team twice can can throw a wrench into the situation to where if, say, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State play each other for that conference championship, then Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma the second time around. So then what happens? Who's the better team? Who deserves to get in? Well, it's going to leave too many questions up in the air that they're just going to leave the Big 12 out altogether. So then where this expands and where this continues to grow, I think is you're going to see those Boises. Um, I think you're going to see UCF, uh, uh, UIF, all of these or not UIF, UCF and uh, UFI, sorry, UFI. All of these teams start to join into these major conferences, and I think you're going to get it to where we need to make it to where th there's not so many of these small conferences. And I know that this is a tall task, and this is not something that's going to be uh, occur over this current offseason. It's going to be probably 10 to 20 years down the road if you're going to see this growth occur. And as... Uh, as the playoff picture for the NCAA expands, and it, let's not be naive about the situation, it's going to expand. It's not going to stay at four forever. It's probably going to bump to eight. And I hope, I hope for the sake of college football that it stays at eight and it doesn't go beyond eight. I like the idea of eight. I think the top eight should have the opportunity to fight for it. Um, I don't like six because why are you going to do six? You should just go to eight and make it, you know, a straight even number to where, you know, not there's no one team getting a buy essentially. And so I, I think if it, I would love if it stayed at four because I love the chaos that comes with four, but I think you're going to ultimately see it expand 
And, um, and as I think the playoff expands, I think these conferences need to expand into where we, instead of having five major conferences, I think we go to eight major conferences, shake everything up, um, and, and create a more, uh, where you're keeping the rivalries that need to stay, but you know, these Iowa, Oklahoma games aren't, aren't taking place because now Iowa is a staple in a, another major conference. And so you've got eight major conferences, one team making it out of each conference, and that creates a better picture overall, uh, or an easier picture, an easier way to select who makes it into the playoffs. But uh, looking at it now, uh, you've got the Pac-12 is out of the playoff picture altogether. Wisconsin's got uh, number 24, Michigan, this weekend, Minnesota next weekend. And then if they win both of those, they'll make it into the Big Ten championship game. And from there, you you know they'll they'll make it into the playoffs. I think I think if they go undefeated over the next three weeks, if they win their next three games, it'll be four weeks because there's a week in between. But yeah, if they win their next three games, I think they make it into the playoffs, uh, and I, I think they they squeak in at number four. But outside of that, if Wisconsin doesn't win that that championship and go undefeated, then they're out, and that means the Big Ten's out. Then you got the Big Twelve, without Oklahoma making it in. I think the Big 12's out. And that means they've got Kansas, easy win for them this weekend. West Virginia will be a tough tough test on the road, too. Oklahoma is at West Virginia for that that uh, Week 13 matchup. And then you got the Big 12 championship game. Well, the Big 12 championship game is going to be a clefuffle like we already talked about. And I think if Oklahoma doesn't win out, then I think the Big 12 is out. So that means Pac-12, Big 12, Big 10, all out. So is Jake nuts and crazy and favoring the South and the Southeast and everything like that with the ACC making it in and uh, the SEC making it in. And that means two teams out of both of those two conferences will make it in. I think we're headed towards a reality where that could actually happen and occur. So um, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out over the next few weeks and whatnot. Um, but uh, I, I I got to stand by it. I got I got to say that I think we could very well see and, and it'll be interesting what see what the committee does. I mean, we've only seen three committee decisions so far this year and then so far overall. Uh going into the fourth year of this, we're kind of figuring out where the committee goes and where they lie and what they think is a strength, what they think is a weakness, so on and so forth. And so we're learning with the committee as the committee learns who they are and we learn who they are. And it's fun. It's I, personally I think it's the best regular season. I think it's the best season overall out of all the sports, whether it be professional or collegiate. Every they play a playoff to make it to their playoffs, and it's great. I love I love that entire factor of it. So, all right, we got to go to our last break. We're at one forty-five. I'm terrible with time management today. I am so sorry, guys. We're gonna rush in and out of this next break, and hopefully, we'll get some soccer talk with Dick when we come back. We're gonna talk about what the Americans are talking about potentially doing with them missing the FIFA World Cup. So stay tuned. You are listening to Jake from Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. Welcome back to Jake and Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio. I am your host, Mr. Dick LaFleur. Glad to have you all back here. That's twice now I've messed up glad. I, I keep wanting to say great or glad I can't make up my mind. But anywho's, uh, before we go on and talk to Dick, the station manager, with uh, about some soccer, I do want to uh, – Papa John's came out and apologized yesterday. Uh, they apologized on two, uh, Tuesday, two weeks after its founder and CEO, John Schnatter – I don't know, Schnatter, S-C-H-N-A-T-T-E-R – uh, question the league's leadership for its handling of the players' protest during the national anthems. So basically, they released out three tweets, all consecutive, uh, saying the statements made on our uh, earnings because they were, you know, upset with 
they were saying that the protests were affecting the uh, pizza sales for Papa John's. Uh, so they said the statements made for our earnings call uh, call were described as factors that impact our business, and we sincerely apologize to anyone that thought they were uh, divisive. That definitely was not our intention. We believe in the right to protest inequality and support the players' movement to create a new platform for change. We also believe together as Americans we should honor our anthem. There is a way to do both. Uh, basically, and then they've concluded it up with, we'll work with the players and league to find a positive way forward, open to ideas from all. So I'm going to send in my idea to Papa John's and just say, stop sponsoring the NFL. <laughs> Save millions of dollars that way. Uh, it's probably even more than that. It's probably closer to the hundreds of millions of dollars that they pay in sponsorships. Um, and Dick, I think you had an interesting side note on this is like, why do people even have to, you know, mention or say anything at all? Why don't they just drop the sponsorship and be done with it? No, it's, it's happened a lot in other fields outside sports. Well, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm a different sports fan, but I don't really associate my, the sponsors as same as the, like say the NFL, what coincides with the NFL in my mind. The only thing I think of would be like the c cancer people because they actually changed their program to involve that. But like, you know, Papa John's, like, what does Papa John's do I don't that's know, in the game? Papa John's yeah, it's because kind of, I watch football. Yeah, it's really strange. Or drink Bud Light so, or Budweiser because I watch football. Yeah, and it's the same thing with, like, that Sean Hannity thing we're talking about this morning with yeah. Keurig. Like, I don't really associate that the same. No. So why need to say something? Because regardless, it's going to hurt. It's it's hurts. You're, you're, you're alienating somebody with that kind of con – like, with even saying anything about it. Well, yeah, coming back, I mean, they're, they're – they're reinforcing the fact well, that they think the NFL botched this. Well, imagine if they just came out and said, uh, like, say they cut, they stop advertising. And some reporter, for some reason, said, hey, why did y'all do that? And the statement was, the numbers weren't where we were reported on the NFL wasn't meeting what we wanted to spend our advertising dollars on. Yeah, and and you saw... Uh, like, what's wrong with saying that? But then again, that might start a kind of an avalanche. Oh, they are not getting good numbers, and they well, are... And you saw this kind of... Uh, change this this era change with um, with Goodell coming in and he he had a he had the policy changed where prior to him if numbers weren't good then they had people then they gave money back to this to their sponsors yeah and, but but he changed it to where no we're not doing that anymore so it, it's really interesting it's interesting to see how this is going to continue to play out and how this all affects his his ability to get that that contract extension so but. Well, do you, as you as Goodell, how important is that contract extension? I mean, you think it's really he cares that much about it that I he's going to do his best to manipulate the the man the playing out, field. The man whooped out his grapefruits and was like, "Yo, you're going to give me fifty million a year plus a private jet for the time in which." So I, this is proven. Oh yeah, no, no, it's proven. So but remember, get, I asked that last but, week. But, I was but, like, "Is that actually a proof, it, or is that more of no, like?" No, it's come out. It's it's not you know false facts. It's not fake news. It's true. He asked for a private jet. Not just for while he is the commissioner, but for the remainder of his life, he wants a private jet funded by the NFL. So do you think he just wants to get fired? I think he's pushing it to a level. I think he's tested the waters. I think he's well, I mean, like, you think he did it on purpose Yeah, oh, to yeah. get fired? Oh, I don't know if it's necessary to get fired, but I think it's to be kind of like a middle finger back to Jerry Jones and be like, hey, you're going you're gonna to pay me what I want to pay, you know, what, what I oh, want to be paid. I'd fire him. That kind of employee doesn't need to be around. Well... The owners love him because he makes him a lot of money. So we'll see. Quickly, we got three minutes. I know I went off a rant and tangent here. This is a really interesting idea that the U.S. soccer uh, people have put out there. Uh, the U.S. did not make the World Cup, but along with them, they've got Italy. They've got Chile. They've got uh, Honduras. You've got big names not making this World Cup, and they're presenting this idea that maybe they should have this sort of invitational for the losers to come out and be a part of uh, a sub-tournament to the FIFA World Cup. Yeah, I mean, uh, basically what it came down to is U.S. Soccer and Soccer United Marketing, they're running the idea because a lot of international friendlies are going to be taking place during before the World Cup. So they're already going to be scheduling to be playing soccer because when soccer, when the World Cup comes around, basically all of professional soccer stops. And they kind of... Worldwide. Worldwide. And so they make time for these teams to stop playing and especially release their players 
And uh, with that going on, these teams technically aren't really doing anything outside a couple of friendlies. So the teams that didn't make the cut. Yeah. And so now they're proposing maybe either doing it kind of like international friendlies in the United States or do a tournament in the United States. And uh, one guy who's pretty vocal in the in the soccer world who played for Houston, actually, uh, Stuart Holden, who played over okay, in Europe yeah, for a while, yeah. he proposed what they do is they take four teams and they have a rule where only players 25 or under can participate. And it'd be it'd be like this the full the full coaching staff, but just players under twenty five. Yeah, make it to where it's a uh, uh, look towards the future sort of situation yeah. for all these teams. And to me, that's kind of a neat idea, man, because you're gonna already have people geared up to watch soccer because of the World Cup, mm-hmm. and you want to save Fox's ratings. <laughs> yeah, well, like you want to, you just kind of want to ride that wave because I think in the past two World Cups, a lot of people who are in the money spending the money on the soccer, realize, oh, hey, World Cup soccer is a big deal Jeez. now in the United States. People are going to be watching soccer Jeez. at 6 a.m. because that's where they're playing this year or this tournament. And they're going to play. I mean, and now they're trying to basically trying to complete the cycle of you're watching soccer all day. I remember that's, where that's I was their goal. Last, last World Cup. That's how big it Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And like, and, and now that uh, a lot of people realize uh, others, other time zones and stuff, now it's in Russia, which I don't know when the kickoff would be in Russia. It'll, it'll probably be morning time. It'll be like watching the Olympics this yeah. year, you know? Yeah. So you're looking at like 6.30 a.m., you know, kickoff and bars open at 6.30 now. And it's just going to be really interesting to see if they can ride that wave, which it'd be fun to watch more soccer. What's that going to hurt? No. Yeah. I don't think it'll hurt anything. And to equate it for all those basketball fans out there, especially the college basketball fans, it'll be like you got the tournament, the NCAA basketball tournament, but then you got the MIT. So essentially, you know, making an MIT for the FIFA World Cup. So, all right, guys, that's going to do it for me today. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, uh, we're here every Wednesday live from 1 to 2 p.m. on Conroe's FM 104.5, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com or the Lone Star Radio app. Uh, if you missed any part of the show, if you want to re-listen to what Elizabeth West had to say about the Parks and Recs and everything they got going on for the Christmas area, check in to the replays ver- versions of all of these on Google Play, iTunes, and YouTube. Go like, subscribe to all those things. Never miss an episode of Jake from Sports Talk. We will be back next Wednesday. Stace, I can't say that, can I? Have a great week. <laughs> We'll see you next week. My Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respected video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.